0: This is Ed Van S. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the
1: Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour.
2: Over. The-
1: on Radio TFI. TFI.
3: Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754 800 chat 754 800 2428. On Twitter at Taxi Stand Hour. From a pay phone, call collect.
1: Thank you there, uh, Gerald. By the way, does Gerald have a last name? Gerald. Gerald, Gerald, huh? At the moment. Ah, Well, it is Saturday, April 11th of 2020. And you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour once again here on Radio TFI. From the Northern Command Studio in Eagan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from the Radio TFI Executive Tower, I'm going to guess he is over on the 99th floor by now. That's a hell of a walk, by the way mr ed van ness good morning sir
0: good morning kids and kittens actually we're at the nurses station today we're we're fine as far as all that goes we're just feeling a little run down
1: he's uh, in the infirmary there folks
0: yeah that's the word i was looking for infirmary We, we 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 got a little cold weather last night and the way uh the way the master suite is set up my bed, the head is right up against the concrete wall, so last night I essentially slept with my head on a block of ice. And I'll be fine as the day goes on. But I apologize right now for if I... Plus, 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 it uh, took a lot out of me. The Thursday night, we had a rollicking good time. Uh, no one will ever he hear the second hour recovered? of it. No, that still uh that recovered? No, that was a fun show. That was a fun show. Yeah,
1: and we didn't get to hear half of it. <laughs> well... Well, we heard Ed's half of it. We but. heard
0: Ed's half of it. Somebody forgot to push a button. We're, we're we're tracing it down now. We we should have an answer in a couple of weeks. It was a technical issue, and uh, we'll we'll find, we'll find whoever was responsible for that. So, if you go on SoundCloud or 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 the uh uh what else Podcasts. do we call it? the podcast, you'll see there's a special one hour edition of the show for Thursday. Because we only recorded one hour. Well, only John was recorded for... for.
1: <laughs> so, what I have done, just out of... Uh, oh, what, what's the word I want? Just out of extreme Sheer caution... caution.
3: <laughs> extreme caution. Duly noted.
1: I have... This, yeah, I have just uh, recorded just myself and then if he forgets to do it again if he forgets to push that button again well guess what it's going to be time for dr van ness to go to work
0: well no no we don't we're not really certain what happened yet so Uh, anyway moving on moving on uh hey i saw uh, did you get snow today
1: no i we got some snow showers two days ago
0: 'cause I was watching the news, and it seemed like there was a there was a big band of snow coming through the midwest looked like it was just gonna at the outer edges of it was gonna was gonna land in your fair city
1: uh well I haven't checked the weather yet this morning, but apparently we're supposed to get on Easter Sunday we're supposed to get rain changing over to wet snow now there's a winter storm watch for the southern uh the southern or southeast corner of minnesota that might nick the the might nick the northern command studio but uh i don't think that uh i don't think it'll be much of anything to tell you the truth
0: okay perhaps that's what i was seeing. maybe i saw the uh a couple of day out forecast but okay
1: so uh, they're supposed to be getting some pretty bad storms in the uh in the southern U.S., everywhere from Texas through Arkansas and right. uh, points but, east from there. So, well,
0: you guys were at the very top end. It looked like a, a kind of a comma laying on its side, but okay, mm-hmm. fine. i, was not, I was not sure. Okay, by the way, we have we have stock market prices. Uh, both of our we do both of our contestants made made gains since last Friday. Uber up uh, about four dollars and twenty cents since last week up to 27 11 lift uh, lift took a nice $10 and 33 I'm sorry $8 and 33 cent jump from last Friday from $22 even to $30 and 33 cents uh that's actually the the highest lift has been in well over a well over a month well over a yeah. month
1: well all I can say is and I've mentioned this before they're just riding the wave of the market right now sure sure uh, you know before they've, they've done nothing to have in, you know inspired people to invest in them whatsoever
0: well they're also sitting out there with their hand out now you know mm-hmm. oh our business your business what your business has been stealing from people. you took a chance now you lost yeah so so sorry not uh, before we go any further. Uh, let's play our daily affirmation from Professor Graham Medley.
4: So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else.
0: That is absolutely correct. And as always, thank you, Professor Medley. We're playing that every day and we will continue to pump that message out as long as we feel the need to
1: uh, oh well hey I uh, actually have one uh, taxi related story believe it or not by all means um, so apparently there's a taxi driver in New York City who uh, his name is Raul Romero Romero excuse me And he thought he'd be fine as long as he wore a mask in his taxi. Uh, He read all the notices from New York City's Taxi and Limousine Commission. Taxis are essential services, they say, and drivers can go about their daily lives with a few extra precautions. His daughter bought him Lysol gloves and a mask. But mostly, Raoul thought of all his bills. $1,100 for rent, $440 for car and liability insurance, $320 for taxi dispatch fee, $150 monthly parking, $120 cell phone bill, $60 internet bill, groceries, health insurance. How could he stay at home? Boy, that sounds familiar. Hmm. Sounds very familiar well now he's sick his older daughter and son-in-law are sick Raul can't work and there isn't enough money for April's rent so he he goes on to say here that he um, he well, I lost my train of thought here basically he was going back to look, you know, look at the tapes, look at all of his passengers to see uh, who might have infected him. And unfortunately, what are you going to do? You know, if, if somebody infects you, what are you going to do? Sue him?
0: Right. I, I mean, other than if you could figure it out, other than letting that person know, because they may not be symptomatic.
1: Yeah, that's that, that, they, that's tr- true. They could
0: be a carrier.
1: At first, Raúl uh, Raul, uh, mostly drove doctors and nurses trip after trip from their homes to hospitals. He almost felt he almost felt heroic uh, doing his part in the pandemic. He even signed up to deliver groceries to seniors. Well, then he started getting patients who needed a ride to the hospital. Some of them told him they wanted a COVID nineteen test. Others wore masks. Some did not. Some coughed in his small Toyota Camry. A few didn't even uh, cover their mouths. Now, I'm I'm curious about this. Now, if this was a New York City taxi cab, don't all of them have partitions?
0: They do, but virtually all of them. Most of the partitions... There's a big door, the window that slides open,
1: right? So he can get paid.
0: Well, no, there's a slot for that, but a lot, a lot of drivers will keep that window open for either a air conditioning or just because they don't want it closed off. They want to be able to talk to the passengers, whatever the case may Mm be. The only ones that don't have that feature are the Nissan wheelchairs taxis that that i drove uh the you're literally sealed into the back uh there is no the money slot is built into the the plastic partition but that does not Mm -hmm. move there are no moving parts to it it can't open you also um there's no holes there's no air holes there's a separate air conditioning controls for the back right so other than that vehicle but even then you're still I mean your chances drop dramatically in that vehicle. But in again in the other ve- other vehicles there's just there there's a lot of look even long before this pandemic started we've all experienced people getting in our cabs and just hacking away even during mm-hmm. normal you know flu season cold and flu season so it's unfortunate so has he te- has he tested positive or he hasn't tested yet? Do we know?
1: Yes, he's tested. He's tested.
0: Tested positive. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's too bad. Yes,
1: him and his him and his family, uh, his uh, daughter and uh, son in law both. So. Well, I, I you know, and. Said- as Go ahead, Ed. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still gathering the thoughts, so go ahead.
0: Well, something I was going to say today, and I, I feel it's worth mentioning, and I discussed this with you the other day off the air. Anybody in transportation, you're a cab driver, Uber driver, whatever, go to your state's unemployment page. Apply. They're opening up all sorts of money for people that traditionally do not qualify. You have mm-hmm. nothing to lose by applying. If this is can, true. If you can get the money coming in, it gets you off the street. It pays your bills, it buys your food, but it keeps you safer. And that's you've yeah. got and if you get denied, you reapply. You find out what the appeal process is. What have you got to do right now? Nothing. Get off the road. Well, There's not enough work for everybody right now. No matter what you do out there, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine this week. Uh, he's called into the show a couple times. Uh, he literally has not picked up a fare in the last three and a half weeks. Uh, he's, yeah. you know, he's way behind in his contract to to the company. So we were talking the other night, and I said to him, "Oh, he sent me photographs. Uh, every square inch of the lot at the cab company is there's cabs parked all over." I mean, literally all over the place, places I've never seen cabs parked before. Uh, guys, drivers have just walked away. So I said to him, and he was buying the car from them. Uh, he's close to, he was close to the end of paying. Uh, he said, yeah, well, they want me to either pay up or, or, or drop the cab off, you know, until such time. What
1: a bunch of bastards.
0: Well, I suggested to him, I said, look, go in. You're, you're, you're close enough to paying it off anyway. I said, see if they'll, you know, de-hack it and let you pay off the rest of the cab because their big concern right now is the insurance. While it's a cab, they, right. they have to foot the bill for the insurance. Mm-hmm. I said, you've got nothing to lose. He kind of hemmed and hawed. He says, you've got, I said, you've got nothing to lose here. I happen to know of a situation some years ago where they did exactly that to somebody. So I didn't tell him that whole story, but I said, trust me when I tell you, there's precedence for this. It's happened before. Mm
5: -hmm.
0: Well, he hates to take advice, especially my advice, especially if it turns out that I'm right. (laughs) But he went to the company the next day, and he 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 said, how about we do this? And the GM basically said, well, I don't know that we can do that. And he was as he was leaving, mm-hmm. he remembered something, and I had forgotten about owner operators had to put down a dep- an equipment deposit
5: mm-hmm.
0: when they purchased the vehicle. They can pay pay into it, but uh, he turned around. He said, "Hey, what about applying? What a, you know, my my insurance, my uh, equipment deposit that you have to pay me back." And uh, so it turns out he would ha- they, they could pay him back, and he'd still have money extra. Well. That's going to go to his back balance. But one of the things I had suggested to him, I said, I said, ask them this. Do you really need another vehicle sitting around this lot? They're not going to sell it. They're not going to do anything with it. So if it says it turned out, they agreed to that. So he's going to get his. I said, look, now you'll have transportation. You'll have your van. You've got transportation to get around because that's his only transportation right now. Right. So look. Look. There's nothing for my I think the point of my story is there's nothing far fetched right now. If you're having issues, money issues, especially if you're a driver, go speak to the people you deal with. Try out of the box ideas. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, as I was chatting with him the other night, he before he spoke to the company, he says, Well, yeah, I'm not going to drive anyway till this thing lightens up, you know, till I said, So what's the difference? I said, you're looking to get out of there. I said, you might as well have your car, have your van. And if you decide not to go back, but because when things start picking up again, they're going to have a ton of cabs available. You can go in and rent.
1: Yeah, Uh, this is true.
0: Instead of getting deeper and deeper in debt. I personally don't think the company will be there in two months, Uh, especially considering it's in South Florida and they've got nitwit governor. Down there, DeSantis. Oh, that yoga,
6: mm, that so, yo-yo.
1: One of the last ones to actually take the uh, take the stay in pl- uh, stay in place order, uh,
0: but with many exceptions, uh, inc- including church gatherings.
1: Oh, oh, get to get me started on that.
0: Well, as the, young, as the young lady said, I'm covered in Jesus's blood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But Kansas, there's several churches in Kansas, oh, I know what it was, Uh, in the governor put out an executive order saying, you know, hey, sorry, you know, you're going to have to pray at home, Yeah, and you know, because there's no large gatherings, and apparently the legislature in Kansas, I'm not sure if it's a unibody or what their function is there but uh they're saying nope uh they overrode the uh overrode her or what is it uh executive order or mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly how that uh works in the state of kansas but uh, we're gonna have big uh big churches with lots of people in them
0: good good
1: yeah yeah good. maybe uh, just while they're having the service, maybe we have a helicopter drape around a big uh, dome, big uh, uh, dome over them, and they can just <laughs> yeah, exactly, just wallow in their own sorrow. There, well,
0: there's, uh, I, look, that's let let, let me Say move on.
1: Hail Marys for me,
0: yeah. Let me, uh I was I was just talking to you about this before we came on the air. Uh Kenneth Copeland, one of those uh, phony baloney ministers uh i'll take your money for jesus jesus wants me to have a couple of private jets well there's a video circulating of him vanquishing COVID 19 now look up the video kenneth copeland and it's worth it to see his face as he does this but he's got four four gentlemen on stage with him and you'll hear them in the background i'm gonna play the audio from it and he's just doing all his best to uh you know, praise Jesus.
4: Wind!
5: Wind! Almighty!
2: almighty, Strong. Strong. Strong! South wind! South wind! Heat! Heat! Burn this thing!
7: Burn this
2: thing! In the name of Jesus! In the name of Jesus! Say you bow your knee! Say you bow your knee! You have you fall on your face. COVID 19? COVID 19. I, I, I blow the wind of God. The wind of God. On you. On you. You are destroyed
4: forever. You are
2: destroyed forever. And you'll never be back.
4: Thank, Thank you, our God. Let it happen. Cause it to happen. It happen.
0: Say Hallelujah. <laughs> say Amen. It is a, as as amusing as that is to listen to. I I, I highly recommend you search the video because his <laughs> face on all this is just priceless. So. This is where the danger comes in because there are people glued to their TVs watching this, glued to their screens watching this and believing it. Oh, Reverend Copeland, he uh he vanquished. He vanquished COVID-19. He got he done got rid of it. He went <laughs> blew it out. Blew it out. And and
1: could you do that again,
0: please? I'd really rather not i feel so unladylike when i do that
1: (laughs) but well i didn't want to i didn't want (laughs) to play the video here i see the i see the stills on youtube and yeah
0: look at his look at his face it's it but i'm more concerned i don't care about this idiot and he is an idiot and they're all idiots as far as i'm concerned As I've always said, faith is a wonderful thing. It's religion that's the problem. (laughs) But I'm concerned. Exactly. I'm concerned about the people that are tithing 10% and are hanging on every word this guy says. He's not only taking their money, he's threatening their lives. He does not care what happens to these people. And and that's, I, I mean, the entertainment value aside from that, and for a uh, going to hell sinner like me, I mean, it's fantastic. I think it's hilarious. There's, uh, there's, there's pure. It's pure comedy gold. But to me, it's got no value as far as making anybody feel better, or, or giving them faith that things will improve. And that's what your that's what your religion is supposed to be about. That's what your faith is supposed to be about. Your church it's to inspire you to do good things. It's supposed to help you get through life the good the bad and all of it there are trials and tribulations and your faith should help get you through that and i've said it a million times i'll say it again what works for you is fantastic i i will defend your right to believe whatever it is you want to believe i am there for you if it's important to you, I'll get down on my knees with you if it makes you feel any better. But as far as organized religion goes, it's no better than organized crime. They've got better music.
1: <laughs> so what? Uh, what's going on in New York? Of course, you can attest to this far better than I can because you're living in it. But I saw this saw this tweet from now this uh, about the drone drone footage of uh, New York City workers burying bodies in a mass grave on Hart Island. Right. Just now. That, what el-
0: what else do you know about Hart Island?
1: I know really nothing about okay. Hart Island.
0: Hart Island is also is where they bury the. Uh, the destitute that's where they bury people people who have died and nobody comes to claim them oh really oh really oh really that's not they didn't just pick mm. that at random okay that's your potter's field if you will mm. that's your that's your potter's field so
1: yeah i guess i didn't know what that term meant i did read this for for over a century the island has served as a potter's field
0: you've never heard okay, the term pot, potter's know.
1: field before I know I have not.
0: Oh, really? Huh. That's that's not a New York thing. That's that's okay.
5: Mm. But,
1: but uh, here please. on the other other end of it, uh, uh, it looks like uh, De Blasio is uh, taking homeless and moving them out of the shelters and into hotels.
0: Sure. Bring this. Why not? I may go sleep on the street for a night if it gets me in a nice hotel.
1: We didn't say what type of hotels they
0: were. Well, if I put my if I position myself, you know, in front of the Waldorf Astoria, odds are, at least that's my thinking. <laughs> well, if you're gonna
1: hey, dream, dream big.
0: Go big. Hey, I I want to pass along something I stumbled across. Uh, there's a small island. That's What I saw. I beg your pardon.
1: I said that's what I saw you stumbling here. You were ah. kind of flopping all over the place here. So,
0: well, from the, this, this from the island of Saint Martin, Saint Martin. This is how, this is how. Your government officials should be talking to people right now. This is this is Prime Minister Silveria Jacobs, and I want you to listen to what she has to say to her people.
7: Simply. Stop moving. If you do not have the type of bread you like in your house, eat crackers. If you do not have bread, eat cereal. Eat oats. Sardines. You're supposed to have a two-week supply for hurricane. And at the beginning of this, I said, prepare your disaster kit as if you were for a hurricane. That meant some people went out and buy toilet paper and water. The water's not going to stop. The toilet paper is still in the stores. What you need is food. You need to ensure that you have food. Because if I have to take everybody who is saying that, at least 50%, shut it down completely, regardless. Food will also not be possible for two weeks for you to buy. Because the workers in the food market will also have to stay home. Keep that in mind. But do not run to the supermarket today to buy for a month, as I said buy for one to two weeks i will allow the supermarkets to be open for the rest of the week
0: now don't you just want to listen to her out of fear (laughs) (laughs) now now you may not have the same experience with island women that i do but one thing i learned living in south florida island women are not to be trifled with okay when they put their foot down it's usually on somebody's neck. <laughs> when this woman says stay home, she's not, there. there's no room for negotiation there. She's not asking you to stay home. She's telling you to stay home. We, and again, it's an island that, you know, is prone to the hurricanes. It's right there. It's in that same general part of the world. And, and she said, we told you, get your hurricane disaster kit. Be prepared for two weeks. What'd you do? You ran out and bought toilet paper. You don't need it. I love her. I love her. I think it's I think it's fantastic. And uh I can I can see how she got elected. I don't know anything about her other than this this uh little audio clip. And I think she's fantastic. She's not pussyfooting around. The people are doing <laughs> are not behaving properly for this situation. And she scolded them. And I think that's fantastic. And until you've been scolded by an island woman, and when I say island woman, I don't mean anything derogatory. But certain people know <laughs> what that means. And that means you're about to get your ass kicked. That's what that means. Don't <laughs> don't monkey around. 754 800 chat. 754 800 2428. At taxi stand hour on the Twitter and uh Hey, if you're on a pay phone, call collect.
1: So, what else do you have there? Oh, uh, oh I the got—I I couldn't think of it.
0: Swami, that's the He's, word you're looking for. I got all sorts. Did of You say stuff. swampy, swami, swami.
1: I thought you said swampy. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe.
0: <laughs> maybe. So <laughs> let's let's. Uh, by the way, everything. There's one thing left. I have one piece of audio left that's not Trump related. So let's let's play that. Uh, we talked about this the other night, and John, you had no idea who this was. Excuse me, Doctor Drew Pinsky. Okay. For I I played a video, an audio clip of him. Basically, you know, oh, this is all a hoax. This is it's no worse than the flu. Blah blah blah. Well, guess what? Dr. Drew came to his senses. I'm going to play an audio clip. You're going to hear some of the things I played the other night. And then Dr. Drew comes to his senses the other day.
3: It is a press-induced panic that will have real consequences. It will not be the virus. De Blasio told them not to ride the trains, so they're not riding the trains. And and so I am, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. The press needs to shut up because you're more likely to die of influenza that's right, what, right that's now. We've we got to get control of the people that are fanning the hysteria. My early comments about equating coronavirus with influenza were wrong. They were incorrect. I was part of a chorus that was saying that, and we were wrong. And I want to apologize for that. Uh, I wish I'd gotten it right, but I got it wrong you know, when the government started taking more aggressive measures, we should all sign up. We had a collective responsibility to do so. I wear a mask outside. Now I do what I'm supposed to do. And it's paying dividends. It is improving. It is flattening the curve. And I'm delighted to be a part of that. Give him credit for at least coming to his senses. Okay.
0: He Mm -hmm. was like, he said, I I love the phrasing. I was part of that chorus. Uh, And he was on Fox News and all that. And he's a doctor. I forget what is uh, exactly what he's a doctor. I don't know if he's a medical doctor. Uh, I'm sure I can Google it. I'm sure somebody will. But be that as it may, uh, I, I appreciate the fact that he's turned it around. And he's looking at this from a completely different angle now. One that makes sense. It still does not undo the damage that he did. If one person listened to him, and because of the words he said, went out unprotected, or just you know, ah, the whole thing's a, the whole thing's a joke. Uh, then that's on him, and he needs to live with that. Uh, on a, on a related topic, just before we came on, I I opened up my twitter feed and somebody had liked something that wound up in my timeline and i i wound up in this rabbit hole of anti-vaxxers that won't take any kind of virus any kind of excuse me any kind of vaccine or anything like that because they believe oh the, the, there's a gazillion reasons because Bill Gates is involved, and they're going to get nano chips. And here's one gentleman working in healthcare. Sadly, they require us to have it in order to validate our credentials to work in a healthcare facility. If you're in healthcare and you're an anti vaxxer you believe vaccines don't work or cause bigger problems. Perhaps you're in the wrong industry. Matter of fact, I know you're in I the think. wrong. You're in the wrong line of work, pal. That's Cookie Man at P Cook 102. Uh, send your cards and letters. Uh, of course, my favorite that I ran across was was this uh, was this intellectual giant at Carmen K. Hinton. Thank you for providing your full name Carmen. Here well here's her reply The sick should be quarantined not the well space period. We get how to wash our hands. And by the way, to wash is the number two with the word wash all spelled together. We get how to wash our hands, space, comma, and then there's no space. We get the capital R going to push a vaccine, comma, no space. I believe we'll have a nano chip, comma. We get what's going on, no space. What to do, again, the number two, the word do together what to do about it is another story period if this keeps up period the civil unrest is going to be uh, unreal period america is armed thank you carmen I, I how you got how they even allow you anywhere close to a computer boggles my mind <clears throat> you're making decisions about whether uh, and giving opinions on how other people should be vaccinated or not you can't you're not even close to me. I bet you Trump can write better than this. And that's going some. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's going some. Yes, yes, I am I am an honorary member of the Grammar Police. I'll cop to that. See the pun I did there? Cop to being, mm-hmm. anyway.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And, but look, reading Twitter and all that over the years, I've, I've gotten used to, you know, and, and sometimes you do have to consolidate de- things down to get your message in in one mm-hmm. tweet. And I understand this is just that this road is more pothole than road. Okay. <laughs>
1: of course, this uh, member of the uh, grammar police, uh, our friends and listeners here comes from the man who will gladly ask you a question.
0: <sighs> That's a cultural issue. That's a cultural <laughs> issue. And I do try to avoid that word because no matter how hard I try, no matter how hard I try, I cannot, I cannot escape that word. And, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is not my normal accent. This is not the accent I was born with. I've been actively fighting my New York City accent for low these thirty six years now. I, I, but that one, that's one thing that just. I can't shake. I try. Oh, I try. And you're not the. By the way, John, you're not the first person
1: to who,
3: point uh, that
0: out to you. To point that out to me, yes. And I'm gonna get away from this tweet because it's really just bugging me now. Uh, <laughs> really, just bugging. Oh, me.
1: you know, I, 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 I still, you know, going back to uh, going back to Hard Island here. I Know when I first saw this, um, and I, I just felt this kind of rage. Uh, and I'm actually kind of surprised. I must have, no, I don't. I was gonna say, I've had that tweet, I retweeted that uh, 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 before we had our uh, right, uh, was that Wednesday rant day or Thursday rant day? I forget, Third. I think it was it was thursday rant
0: it it was temper tantrum thursday
1: yes and uh because i i retweeted this thing before that and that just for whatever reason really upset me of course i didn't know the history of Hart island like you described it there and i didn't know what the whole uh, thing is a what the term potter's field meant
0: well, it, I, I'm going to um, stop you right there because like a lot of things, and I've been guilty of it myself, <laughs> I was guilty of it with uh, with our boy Brent. Um, we see things, we have a knee-jerk reaction before we actually know mm-hmm. what it is. There was a great picture a couple of weeks ago up of a guy uh, in a Walmart with a shopping cart full of paper towels and, and uh, uh, toilet paper. And of course, the Twitterverse came down hard on him. It turned out he was buying for a senior center. You know, our senior citizen's yeah. nursing home. So, you know, we don't always know. Uh, we jump but without having the details of the case. But uh, this is what's happened here with Hart Island, and you're not the only person to to jump to that conclusion. This is not so, – I promise you, look, I, I know very little about Bill de Blasio. I could care about him one way or the other. A lot of people don't like him. They want him to resign, yada, yada, yada. This is not something that would be done in normal times. We have an overload of corpses, okay? What would you prefer we do with them, people? Uh, why can, Do we keep them in refrigerated trucks for... Look, we're putting them in... guess
1: run out of refrigerated trucks. We're putting them in
0: the ground. Uh, as the mayor said uh, yesterday, we treat them with all due care and respect, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. but... And he didn't say this. These are my words now. But we're, we're in a health care emergency. We're in the fight for our literal lives here. Okay, so for right now, look, it's like when when you're cleaning the house because the, uh, the in-laws are coming over or somebody important is coming over. You just stick things wherever you can. And that's what we're doing right yeah. now. That's what we're doing right now.
1: And the sad part about it, that is, and I, I'm sure that there are, a lot of people like this, where nobody, nobody, like you said, nobody to claim them, right? And this, what's sad about that is, is that these people were sick, and they didn't have anybody. nobody cared. There was nobody to.
0: Well, it's not connect even that with or it's not even that, John. You've got, you've also got those. Some of those people or their families couldn't afford to bury them. And remember, yeah, every one of these COVID, true too. every every one of these COVID nineteen patients is dying alone. Doesn't matter how much family they have, they're dying alone. There's nobody in there to hold their hand or anything like that because they you can't be allowed in the room. Otherwise, you you know, and of course that's that's risk. gotta that's gotta be heartbreaking to know that you can't go in and just you know hold their hand while they pass on. And, you know, it's a horror. These are things that most people aren't taking into account. So when you look at Hard Island, this is not... Look, if the city was really acting like real bozos, we'd we'd just chuck these bodies into the incinerators and burn them. If we really wanted to be jerks about it. I mean, just burn them. Then we're done with it there's no upkeep there's no going back in later and and sorting out the dead
1: then yeah but when you use the word when you use the word mass grave you no know, that just it just for whatever reason it just doesn't seem like anything that we'd have in america
0: it 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 has connotations of war and and all sorts of it has nothing but right. bad connotations Okay, and I, I give you that. I, I 100% agree. You say mass graves, and uh, it's, it's nothing but bad. Nothing but bad. Mm-hmm. But think of it as the bus for dead people, then. We're putting a lot of people on at one time. The train for dead
1: people. It's sad no matter how you it, slice it, it, to be honest with you.
0: It is heartbreakingly, achingly sad. There is no question about it. And remember, every one of those white boxes you saw, that was a life. Whether their life went well, poorly. For all you know, some of those people just died. They were here visiting, and they don't have their ID with them or something. So nobody knows who they are. It's not a question that they don't have family and friends. There might be people over in Europe wondering, where's Jean-Claude? He He went to New York two months ago. And we haven't heard from mm. them since. So, the, you know, when when you look at the distance view, the overhead view, you can go, oh, what a pity all that. thats That's outrageous. We shouldn't, a civilized society like ourselves, we shouldn't be behaving like this. But you have to get in there and get focused. Again, look at the upside. We didn't burn the bodies. That would be something. Now, I'd be leading the charge on the outrage there. Mm. But we've got to do something with these poor
1: people, okay? I'm not necessarily, and I'm not necessarily condemning the act of what they're doing with the people at all, because I agree with you, you have to do something. It It's just, it's, it's sad, and it's just the fact that, at least in this particular spot, uh, I'm assuming at least that these are all, uh, COVID-19 victims that they are burying. You don't believe that? I could be. Oh, I but no, I definitely believe it. I definitely believe it. It's just sad. It's just, and it goes back to the whole, the whole thing with these people who don't believe, you know, we had a, a legisl, uh, a legislator here in Minnesota who was, um, talking about oh we got to reopen we got to reopen things here you know this is too draconian we can't do this um that was bill bar's word back.
0: that was bill Barr's word draconian
1: yeah well i'm i'm paraphrasing the mm. uh okay. i'm paraphrasing this legislator but paul gazelka by the way now that i remember his name It seems to me that a lot of these people who are out there uh, trying to call this a hoax or not as bad as it seems or whatever, you obviously haven't lost somebody. You obviously haven't had a friend, a relative, uh, contract this or worse yet, die from it. You know, every every time somebody says that, you're literally pissing on the grave of somebody who has died from COVID-19. And I just thought in this country we had a little bit more compassion than that. Obviously, I must be wrong.
0: Well, again, we, we've got a lot of people that are not looking at this with with a lot of common sense and it's okay to question things i mean we have to question things
1: but let's not get oh i question things all the time yeah i know seriously
0: i i question why we do this show every week but yeah, we do it anyway
1: that's right i think there's a lot of people wondering why we're wasting our <laughs> that's time.
0: A, it, it's the number one question but seriously uh things need to be questioned don't tell... I, I'm okay with not taking everything at face value. But once something is proven to you, let's not go time off... Time
1: and time again.
0: Time and time again. Let's not... Let's not go and make, uh, you know... Well, it must be this, and must be that. That's how you have guys going in and shooting up uh, pizza joints. Because somebody claims that uh, Hillary Clinton was running a child sex ring out of a pizza joint. By the way, speaking of... Uh, We've got some stuff from some of the press briefings uh, in the past week, and uh, I've got I've got one from last Saturday. After, obviously, after we went off the air, and you know, we all love our bands, and we all love to hear the new stuff. But every now and again, it's it's good when they play the hits. By your decision to dismiss uh, the inspector general by Center, uh, okay.
4: we'll get off this because people want to talk about what we're talking about. But let me just tell you something: that's my decision. I have the absolute right. Even the fake news last night said he has the absolute right to do it. But ask him, why didn't you go and see the actual conversation? There was no rush. He said, oh, we got to rush it. He even said it was politically biased. He actually said that the report could have been, you know who the whistleblower is, and so do you, and so does everybody in this room, and so do I. Everybody knows, but they give this whistleblower a status that he doesn't deserve. He's a fake whistleblower. And frankly, somebody ought to sue his ass off. All right, it's enough of the whistleblower. Go ahead, please.
0: Uh, You can't get enough of the whistleblower conversation, can you? This is in reference to the inspector general who he fired last week, who followed the law and did did what eventually led to the impeachment. Uh, and, And what the whistleblower said is no longer relevant because it's all been backed up by by other testimony but uh you know this is what we're up against this is who we have leading us here he can't shake this stuff so that was that was from last saturday and again there are people listening to him and i don't know the name of the whistleblower i know it's out there in the wind i don't know it i don't care to know it (coughs) excuse me
1: you know, I don't know if you listened to this late. the The latest was this from the latest press briefing, by the
0: way. No, no, that was from uh, uh, that was from last Saturday. I've got a few more. Oh. Uh, I've got a few more clips, and we're going to play them as they happen through the week, through uh, yesterday. So okay. go ahead, br- bring up what you want. I probably have it.
1: <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> yesterday's press but, briefing. Hold on, John. By the way, kids and kittens, I don't generally tell John what it is I'm going to play. I just, I gather the clips and then we go He just there.
1: generally just drops it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I happened to, he was on early, so he was on the radio. And I said, all right, I'll give this buffoon a chance. So we'll listen here for a little bit. So right away he comes out. Uh, One of the first things I heard him talking about was the was uh, this thing now where we're gonna all we've all agreed to cut back on our oil production. This might be the one thing because you know I'm not the only person out there who is quote unquote uh, essential worker, essential, uh, essential employee out there. You know, we were actually getting a little bit of a break for a short period of time with gas prices. Well, that can't be, you know. Oh, the oil, the oil industry is losing, losing tons of, tons of millions of dollars from the glut of oil that we have. So, what was turning out to be kind of just one bright cloud in this whole or this silver lining rather in this cloud uh, they're gonna wind up taking that away now because once they start cutting production gas prices will probably wind up going back to where they were into the 250 260 uh, a, a gallon range and uh, oh all will be right with the world now we God knows we got gas we got gas uh, stations that are charging less than a buck a gallon.
0: What's what's more frustrating? What's more frustrating? What's going to happen? This always burns me. Is that? And I'll never forget the the first uh, Iraq war. We go in, we do the attacks that night. The next day, gas prices skyrocketed at the pump. Wait a minute, I remember that's, that's already in the ground. It's here. It has not cost you an extra penny. Those couple of thousand gallons that's in the ground. I can see a month down the line after it's been refined and shipped over and, okay, prices slowly go up, but they turn around, boom, next day. And that's, that's what burns me. And you're right, right now, you know what? Russians and the Saudis, oh, too bad. Uh, You had a bad month. You know what? They don't care about us when they, when they spike the price. This is all about Trump and the stock market. That's all this is about. It's not about people like you out there trying to, mm-hmm. you know, doing the essential work. Look, I've never been happier in my life to be considered non-essential. You, <laughs> you sit over there happily. Again, I got walls that that, that aren't going to stare at themselves.
1: <laughs> well, that does make you an insen- uh, essential worker.
0: That's right. I mean, I'm keeping an eye on the walls.
1: There you go. <laughs> Just as long as they don't close in on you. That's well, my well, biggest that,
0: fear. That's that's another story for another time. <laughs> my, happy, oh. my happy pills are kicking in, so.
1: Well, that's well, good.
0: Well, and again, before we get to you know, I I, I, I always want to. Uh, say thank you to not only you john you're you're out there you're an essential worker you know to everybody that's out there that's that has to work and is doing the things that allow me to sit home and beef and get fat and i implore i implore everybody else you may be out there working too but guess what there's a kid stocking the shelves at the supermarket there's somebody working the the counter at the pharmacy there's somebody delivering your mail picking up your trash they're out there just like you are so you know what just give them a give them an attaboy you know pull your mask down give him a smile this is, a, this is the thing i don't like about wearing a mask in public is i can't smile at people although it's certainly dramatically dropped the number of times i get i get arrested every day but <laughs> it's come to an almost complete halt uh but I, I, my experience has been and i was out yesterday i went grocery shopping uh did a did a bunch of things in my area in my neighborhood everybody's abiding by it we're waiting outside stores keeping keeping a distance virtually everyone is wearing a mask not all but you know i'm a mask wearer because they want us to and it's just a good idea uh everybody's being very considerate of it when i get home and i've mentioned this before i have a I have a thing of Lysol disinfectant wipes out in the out in the vestibule here. And whenever I come and go, I wipe down the, the doorknobs, the locks, the front gate. Just because I, I'm wearing gloves, but you don't know who's come in or what I've picked up on my gloves. So it's, it's those little things, now, even though there's really only two of us coming and going out of this building. Uh, you know, we still have the postal people and delivery people coming, but we can all do our little thing. Yeah, I'm getting mm. a little stir crazy. I'm not going to lie. But again, it's. I don't want to go back on a ventilator. I've been on a ventilator. I don't want to go back to that. No. I've been on it. No. Not interested. Thank you very much. Tapping out, John.
1: Yeah, i just i just uh one other thing there to that uh to the uh uh quasi uh, trump rally that he managed to also uh stick in the fact that make make mention of the wall yeah i didn't yeah
0: i wanted to i, I wanted to grab that uh actually i thought about it and i said no i'm not gonna but you're right, he did. He got off on a rant of 160 miles of wall. We got a 2,000-mile border nitwit. <laughs> well, he was, what he was referring to was was the Navy uh and how they're out there protecting us from drugs coming in. Uh and because they're out there now 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 uh, the drug runners have to come up against this powerful powerful wall. It is what, 5% of the total border? Less than 10% of the total? And again, it's a wall. It's a wall. We can climb over the wall. We can tunnel under the wall. Your damn wall has collapsed in a stiff breeze. And don't tell me the concrete hadn't dried. Okay? <laughs> Any half-assed construction crew knows you you brace these things until the concrete is, has cured. All right, so don't give me that, oh, it was wet concrete. Then you get the dopiest builders in the world. The dopiest builders. And make no mistake, kids and kittens, ladies and gentlemen, it's about him. These are his re-election rallies. Again, me, I turn on, on the briefing, I hit the pause button on my DVR. I come back later, 20 minutes later or so, and I fast forward through. If I see Trump or Pence talking, I I fast forward. I zip right through it. Because basically, Pence... Uh, Trump said it himself last week. <laughs> Mike Pence talked for five minutes and didn't get anywhere near your question. <laughs> he's a politician. He's just going to ramble on. Uh, when he's not sucking up to El Presidente, he's saying a lot of nothing. He's talking a lot, but he's not saying anything. So I wait for Fauci to get on. The other Dr. Burks, I, I, I'm back and forth with her on what, what I want to listen to with her. Fauci, I listen to. I like, I've seen him on a number of other shows. I mean, he's making the rounds. But what I like is that he doesn't commit himself to anything, but not in that sleazy politician, I'm not going to answer a question. He understands that the business he's in, there are sometimes no rock solid answers. You can't always say, x equals y you sometimes have to say well if this happens and that happens this is science this is science is all about questions and failures you will fail more than more in science than you will succeed because once you've succeeded you move on to the next thing so you fail a hundred times so you can succeed the one time and that's what i like about
1: them i want to do a quick uh, public service here for the city of toronto this was something That our friend, uh, the Queen of the Queen of All Hacks, Christine Hubbard.
0: You want to save it for uh, the next hour?
1: uh, You should
0: save it for the hour
1: too. Well, okay, okay. I guess I can do that. Just for you, Ed. Thank you. Just, just for you. Thank
0: you. Because I don't want to cut anything. That the Queen of All Hacks is involved in, and and because John, I know you are following their, the the Hubbard family's workout regimen every day. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I told I told her I wanted a video, <laughs> then I'd start working out.
0: Because I'm here doing it, you know. <laughs> hell, if the little girls
1: can do it, so can I. <laughs> I don't know about that for either one of us, but well,
0: uh... <laughs> that's. I did my half a sit-up this morning. I sat up in bed. I'll finish it later tonight. sat up in bed,
1: yeah. There There you go. go. Yeah, when you lay back down.
0: That is correct, sir.
1: Oh, well, I guess we got another hour in the book, so we still have another hour left of the Taxi Stand Hour right here on Radio TFI. And it's not even the quarantine uh, edition. No, that's during the week. We'll talk
0: about that later.
2: Sure.
1: Stick around.
0: We'll see you on the other side. Stick around. There's a good chance we might actually record this hour too today.
6: Radio TFI.
1: You found the taxi stand hour.
6: The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life.
1: On Radio TFI.
6: Hello, I'm Larry David. Obviously somebody put me up to this because it's generally not the kind of thing I do, but I basically want to address uh, the idiots out there. And and you you know who you are. You're going out. I don't know what you're doing. You're you're socializing too close. It's, It's not good. You're hurting old people like me. Well, not me. I have nothing to do with you. I'll never see you, but you know, other, let's say other old people who might be your relatives, who the hell knows. But it, it, the problem is you're passing up a fantastic opportunity, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to stay in the house, sit on the couch, and, and watch watch TV. I mean, I, I don't know how you're passing that up. Well, maybe because yeah, you're, not, you're not that bright, but uh, uh, here it is. Go home, watch TV. That, that's my advice to you. Um, you know, if you've seen my show, nothing good ever happens going out of the house. You know that. There's just trouble out there. It's not a good place to be. So stay home and, and you know, don't see anyone, except maybe if there's a plumbing emergency, let the plumber in and then, you know, wipe everything down after he leaves. But, that, but that's it. Okay. Stay the
2: at home the runner is spreading there's no joke it's no time to work or roam. the way you can fight it is simple my friends just stay the at home now technically I'm not a doctor but listen when I read a poem so here I am Sam Jackson imploring you keep your ass at home if you want things to get back to normal, don't panic. Just use your dome, wash your hands, stop touching your face, and stay the f- at home. Mother, it's no time to gamble. Look around, you're not at a casino. Just stay the f- home as if your name was Trenton Quarantina. Sure, you can still see your friends. Use the mother app on your phone but unless you just ran out of groceries please stay the f- at home thank you for doing your part to flatten the curve because that f- is steep and now that you're home please feel free to go the f-
4: to sleep
1: Hi, this is Mike King. You want to talk to the
4: guys at the Taxi Stand Hour? Call us at 754-800-CHAT. That's 754-800-2428. Join the conversation.
1: I guess we're back. Or have we been back?
0: We've been back.
1: We've oh, played okay.
0: ne- we played an extra bit to give you time to get back.
1: Well, that's <laughs> Nice. And I heard part of it, and like I said the last time to uh, old Samuel L. Jackson, uh, if uh, if you'd like me to stay home, sir, I'd love to stay home. Love, love, love to stay home. Are you kidding me? Yeah? plot me a quick 50K. Well, before that... I'll, be, b- I'll stay home for the rest of the year.
0: See, Sam- Samuel L. Jackson was not supposed to make an appearance today. It was Larry David. We uh-huh. play, we played Larry David, imploring people to stay home. Kind of a funny little mm-hmm. bit he did, and uh, but lo and behold, there was nobody at the other microphone as Larry David was finishing up. So we had to well, put we had to put Sam Jackson in there, and then you and just I'm glad bar- you did, and you just barely made it. And that's it. Take a casual drink. Yes, or, exactly. Or Fine, I'll do it. Welcome back to hour two of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. I'm your host John Shannon, and joining us from the uh, the the command center there in Queens, New York, is is our favorite. we got
1: it all well, bass backwards, bass backwards completely.
0: How, did, how does it go, my friend? How does it go?
1: It is supposed to be. Welcome to hour two of the Taxi Stand Hour right here on Radio TFI. Again, from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And in Queens, New York, in that palatial Radio TFI tower, is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Once again, good morning, sir.
0: Good morning, kids and kittens. I like I Are like you happy way- now? I, I am. I like the way you do that. It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. It's very comforting. Well, I'm
1: just glad that you're feeling warm and fuzzy there, sir.
0: Don't start with Barry White. That's a nighttime thing. By the way, speaking of the nighttime thing, don't forget to join us Monday through Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, when we uh we just get kind of silly. Although, the last couple of nights, Wednesday and Thursday night, we, uh, we went topics, and uh, it kind of went well. Well, Thursday was Temper Tantrum Thursday both john and i oh, were just yes. we were just ticked off in ways that now there's the first hour of that show is available on soundcloud and on the podcast uh there's uh just like the 18 minutes of missing tape from watergate <laughs> pretty much <laughs> that second hour may never be may never be heard from again
1: well unless you like to hear ed talking to himself within an imaginary uh Co-host uh, on the other end, you
0: know. <laughs> I do that most of the day. just sitting here talking into my microphone. It's not hooked into anything, but I just talk into my microphone and and have at it. Uh we well, we left go. off we left off on hour one, and I don't want to uh, miss this. You were about to make some comment about our queen, queen of all hacks, the woman who single handedly will bring the taxi industry back to life should be a worldwide taxi czar i all kidding aside the way they run that company (laughs) beck taxi up there in toronto canada eh uh it's a model for how everything else should be run
1: exactly and uh, you know what the best part about it is too is is she as i remember she doesn't have any quote-unquote company cars there she doesn't lease out cars if i if, if memory serves i'll have to ask her that again but um, she uh has she does the things basically with the cooperation of her owner operators independent contractors that work for beck taxi yep you know and so obviously she has to have the utmost respect of uh of the drivers for beck taxi because through, yeah, cause,
0: through, through action, she has earned that respect.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, anyways, this isn't her specifically. This is somebody that she's asked uh, people to retweet, and I've done the same. And this is actually from a uh, uh, somebody by the name of Jennifer Evans. Um. Oh, geez, the font's too small. I can't read her extra actual Twitter handle. It's N E J N I'm sorry I apologize. The font is too small. Well it sounds like
0: it's it's Jen spelled backwards and then probably Evans.
1: That, that could be. Yeah. Like that. As a matter of fact that's exactly what it is.
0: See that? See that? I got a brain here.
1: Ooh.
0: I'm not I'm yeah, not just well, a pretty face. There's metrics. Metrics right here. That's where all the metrics are. Uh, You either get them, sometimes.
1: This, this, well, I'd like to say that just the sun shines on a dog's ass now and then, but that's uh, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. So it says uh, in parentheses: it says, please retweet hashtag Toronto if you are a restaurant or serve food and you're closing down temporarily or permanently. And have food that will spoil if not used. Please get in touch. We have a chef and can use it. And people need it. We will pick it up. And it's then... Uh, the It used the... Um, the uh, Twitter handle Seeds of Hope 2.
0: T-O, it's Toronto. Yeah.
1: yeah, okay.
0: By the By the way, I've found the tweet and... Uh, Jennifer Evans' handle is Evans Jen backwards.
1: Yeah, that is. It's actually pretty catchy.
0: It it is. Jeez.
1: Uh, that's uh,
0: yeah. If you can help out with that, if you're in the in, in the greater Toronto, Ontario area, eh, and you can help them out with that, please do. Uh, at Seeds of Hope, T.O. Uh, look, a- everybody can help. Anybody else a little bitty way. I like I firmly believe I'm helping all of civilization by just staying the F at home. And staying the F out of way yeah. of people. That's I'm doing my little my 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 little thing for everybody.
1: So Well you you have you almost have to there in New York just for your own survival. I mean I I hate to keep I hate to keep pointing this out but of all the infections in uh, the United States uh, New York State is still leading the way I mean we're number one baby
0: we're number one and by the way 2,000 people 2,000 people died in this country yesterday from it
1: 2,000 you can't even it it's hard to get your arms around and to all the people I, I have a friend on Facebook that uh, you know had to point out the fact that you know 7,000 people uh, die in this country every day
0: yeah but not well, on the same like thing
1: I, like I like I've said before you know the Grim Reaper He he's a pretty strong individual there and you don't need any help, so yeah, you're right. If you can, if it is possible to do so, stay at home. Absolutely, don't be. I think it's easier for us. Uh, I think it's easier for us boomers to stay at home. I, you know, I, I can see where the, uh, where the, uh, where the millennials. Because they're quite a little social group, aren't they? Mm, they are. Yeah, you know, and we're just they old. like hanging out. They like hanging out shoulder to shoulder in bars and clubs. And I didn't like that you know. when I
0: was one.
1: <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm, but I mean, I'm, it's. Go ahead. No, I just said I'm. I was just going to say I'm committed to staying in, until uh, this beautiful stash and beard comes in fully. So it could be six, eight months for me.
1: Yeah, you might need a lot more before this a lot of crab grass growing on the bottom. Of your
0: there, sure, face there. there surely is. I have the facial oh. I have the facial growth of a twelve year old girl. Oh. It just it doesn't come in. You gotta get right up close. the only place it comes in good is on my chin. That's it. It's the only place
1: You should you should do like I was doing then. Just wear just wear a short little goatee thinking about it thinking about
0: it it might work for you but here's the problem my mustache on one side it comes down nicely like it should to connect on the other Mm -hmm. side it doesn't there's a gap i have problems
1: yeah I, i totally understand i got hit in the face with a beer bottle when i was 17 years old and i had a huge gash uh, just underneath my nose, onto my lip, and there oh is a part of my mustache that just won't uh, won't grow over it. Wow!
0: Thanks, thanks for telling us stories about when you were a drunken teen, you rabble rouser.
1: You you don't know the half of it. Trust me, you're
0: right. I don't try try
1: try having try having a a near nearly seventeen thousand dollar a year salary at the age of sixteen. Starting out with the, at the age of sixteen, dropped out of school for to take that job. And um, what does a six to what can a sixteen year old do with that kind of money in the uh, late seventies? Get in trouble. You know it. You know it, folks. Mm-hmm. I don't, yep. One of these days, when I'm when I'm feeling like just spilling all the beans, one of these days. We're gonna have a show about that and uh
0: really. Yeah. So so I can be Dr. Ed and you can lie down on my virtual couch?
1: No, that might just be it. All right. All right. Um uh, where are we now? What are we up to? Well, I know where I'm at right now. Well that's I that's... guess I can bust it. A...
0: <laughs> no no, I have <laughs> stuff. I, I'm 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 chopping at the bit to play. Oh well here. Here, let me put my feet up and you. All right, rock and so, roll. So, uh, this is from last Sunday, the uh, the uh, the the mini Trump rally that are disguised as press briefings. We've got our hero talking about his new favorite drug. Uh, can you pronounce it, by the way? Absolutely not hydrochloroquine Just <laughs> looking at me miracle like a drug. Yeah. Which uh I saw something. I didn't dig de- dig into it. Apparently, he does have a p- a small or the family has a small piece of that. Uh I I I don't have the details in front of me, so I'm not going to delve any further, but uh let's let's just say we're not surprised. So So this is a two-parter actually. Uh, the first part is Trump being asked about it. Oh, yes, please. The,
6: the, the doctors who are treating coronavirus patients, they have the medical expertise to determine whether or not they should pres- prescribe hydroxychloroquine. And
4: many of them. And do. there
6: are already clinical trials in place sure. looking at hydroxychloroquine. Sure.
7: So they should be not, in about a year.
6: Why not just let the science speak for itself? Why are you promoting this drug? I'm not.
4: I'm not. I'm just you saying, very after. simply. I'm not at all. I'm not. I'm not. You know what I'm trying to
6: do. I'm trying well, you to save come lives. here every day, right, sir, so talking about the benefits I, of I the want them to program. try
4: it, and it may work, and it may not work. But if it doesn't work, it's nothing lost by doing it. Nothing.
0: By the way, which isn't true. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, have you ever heard of side effects?
0: Well, the, uh, medical. There's all sorts of reports coming out now about potential side effects not the least of which cardiac arrest and i'm here to tell you kids and kittens that's not a good one i know from personal experience so now uh not not long after everybody's uh america's newest sweetheart dr fauci gets up there and uh, i think it was immediately after so the same reporter puts the question to dr fauci listen to trump's response
6: fantastic fantastic and would you also weigh in on this issue of hydroxychloroquine what, what do you think about this? And you what, is the, what you is the can medical answer evidence? that question? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I oh, maybe 15, doctor. fifteen times. Fifteen okay. times. You don't have to. Ask he's he's your medical expert, correct? <laughs> he's answered that okay.
4: question
5: fifteen times. Dr. Fauci,
0: why? What- he doesn't want Fauci to answer the question. So what if he's answered it fifteen times? Let him answer it fifteen more times until we're satisfied with with the answer. So again, I I, I don't have the details in front of me. I saw one article alluding to the fact that the family has some kind of stake in the company that produces this, and look, I'd say three years of uh, anecdotal evidence watching him the past three and a half, four years, and for some of us a lot longer than that, Uh, surprised? Raise your hand if you're surprised. Nope, none of us are surprised.
1: Nope. Nope. So hey, um, good. I just saw this, and this could be just from a. Uh, this could be fake news in itself. I, I, have you heard anything about this that uh, Trump is has is banned uh, CNN and MSBC, MSNBC from the uh, briefings?
0: I haven't heard it, but I wouldn't be surprised because both of them are not. When he comes on, they cut back. Essentially. They're there for the science. They're not there. They don't need the the rally. MSNBC and CNN learned in 2016 not to give this this jaboni free airtime. Okay, um, it wouldn't surprise me. I haven't heard it. In the meantime, the young lady from uh, OAN was back again yesterday, not in a seat, standing in the back of the room. Once again, pushing her way in, it's all a farce. It's all a farce. Actually, if these reporters aren't going to start, what needs to happen is is the mainstream media needs to start following up and keep pounding him with the same questions. Let him explode, okay? Let him go batty. Uh, Another inspector general that Trump has fired, is the fellow who was supposed to be in charge of the oversight for this $500 billion slush fund, if you will, as part of the stimulus package. This was the gentleman that was supposed to provide oversight. So let, let's hear Trump's response when, uh, when that question is put to him. This is from... Tuesday, the 7th.
1: Congress authorized $2.2 trillion to help the country recover from coronavirus and created an independent commission and inspector general to make sure the taxpayer dollars are spent in the public interest. But President Trump is removing inspectors general and trying to block oversight on how he spends the money.
4: I'll be the oversight.
1: I'll be the oversight. Mr.
3: President, that's not how oversight works.
1: Our Constitution created checks and balances to make sure that everyone is accountable, even you.
0: And my apologies. That's an ad from. Uh, it's actually a Republican-backed outfit. I don't have the name in front of me, uh, but that was set to air on Fox, Fox News this week. Uh, excuse me. One moment. Mm. Oh, but essentially, yeah, that's it. Gets the point across. He's the oversight. Well, yeah, we can we can trust him with other people's money now, can't we? Are you kidding me? It's the whole point is that you don't get involved in it. There's other people watching it, independent, nonpartisan people watching it.
1: That By the billion, way, that did wind up being... I'm, I'm sorry, I thought you were done. No, My go bad. ahead. I was just going to say that that looks like that was uh, fake news as far as uh, uh, Trump banning CNN and, okay. and MSNBC. I didn't see a, a single thing more about that so
0: good i'm happy to hear that anyway uh yeah uh, i mean right from the start it was proposed by uh mnuchin that that uh trump would oversee this this slush fund if you will i mean that's crazy and that's why that's why well here's what happened uh, Republicans Republican said, sure, 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 we'll agree with that. And as soon as it all got passed, boom, they bounce it out. And now Trump's going to, look, that money's going to wind up, uh, hundreds of billions will wind up in the Trump family accounts. If you don't think this family is stealing from us blind, well, I, I, I want to be you. I want to be you. Uh, let's move on to another topic that came into play on Tuesday the 7th. Voting in Wisconsin, the the Supreme Court said, oh, no, we can't, you know, they can't hear oral arguments on Trump's taxes because of the virus, but they were able to make a ruling for Wisconsin to say, oh, no, 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 you can't delay, you can't reschedule this primary 182, there were supposed to be 182 polling places in Milwaukee. Five were open. In many cases because poll workers just weren't going to show up because they didn't want to take a chance of getting infected. Wait wait a minute on that.
1: Wait wait. a minute on that. Haven't other states postponed or, I mean, pushed back their primaries? Yes. Why is Wisconsin not allowed to be any different?
0: Uh, You're going to have to ask... Because it's all politics, John. It's all politics. I
1: mean, that's, oh, that just smacks with, uh,
0: idiocy. Anyway, the, we talked about this the other night. Again, a big, a big, uh, pat on the back for all those folks that stood in the line for four, five, six, eight hours to vote in some cases in the rain. Absolutely. Uh, and look, look, They've said it themselves. Trump has said it himself. Oh, well, if if everybody was allowed to vote, the Republicans would never win anything. And he's right. So they do whatever they can. (laughs) Remember, this is the Republican Supreme Court. They've got five Republican-appointed judges on that, and this is the way things are going to go. Now, what I see is that I see this fantastic turnout in Wisconsin, and I promise you, they're sitting in the White House right now going, good Lord, if this is for a Democratic primary, what's going to happen in November? I'm telling you, they're going to get rushed right out of office. And right now, what's going on is what's going to uh, affect that. Now, the other thing that they're talking about, they don't want, Trump doesn't want to happen, is mail-in ballots, which would be safe for everybody. Let's let's play this clip from, uh, let's see, Wednesday. April 8th.
4: So you were highly critical of mail-in voting, mailing your mail-in ballots for voting. I think for mail-in a few voting ago, is horrible. you voted by it's mail corrupt. in Florida's election last month, didn't uh, yeah. you? Sure, I, I could vote by mail for the. How do you reconcile because that? Because I'm allowed to. Well, that's called out of state. You know why I voted? Because I happen to be in the White House and I won't be able to go to Florida what to vote. But let me just say, mailing well, there's state a big difference between... Somebody that's out of state and does a ballot and everything's sealed, certified, and everything else. You see what you have to do with the certifications. And you get thousands and thousands of people sitting in somebody's living room signing ballots.
0: Raise your hand if that makes any kind of sense, what he just said. Uh, No. Bueller? What, do you expect him to to
1: start uh, making sense? Good Has Lord. it really made sense at all in the last three and a half years?
0: First off, you have what kind of living room do you have that thousands of people are sitting in it for years? First off, there's five states that do nothing but mail in votes; their entire system, they don't have polling places anymore. Oregon, uh, I can't name them, but there's there's five states. So it's been proven that it can be done. Is there a potential risk? Sure, but. What about this November when half the people will show up wearing a mask? <laughs> there there's some uh, there's some voter fraud potential. One thing I, I it's probably the only thing I've ever agreed with Trump on. He uses the phrase voter ID, and I don't think that would necessarily be a horrible idea. Some kind of national ID that permits you to vote. I'm okay with that. I really am. But other than that, why? You can vote. What's the difference of you sending a ballot from D.C. to the state of Florida, and me just dropping mine in the mail to go from my house to whatever someplace in New York City,
1: uh,
0: election headquarters, or whatever, whatever mm -hmm. the board Board of Elections?
1: It makes no sense. actually
0: look. You you assign everybody. You give them a, a you know a ballot that will be scanned. There's ways to do it. I look, there's five States that do it. Let's just copy one of their ways right now. We can start this process so that we have it for November. And look, this idea of any more having to go stand in line for three, four hours, I've never had to do it. Anytime I've ever voted, I've walked right in and and did my thing. And now I haven't voted here in New York. Well, I haven't voted in New York since the eighties. Uh, so I'm sure things are slightly different, uh, yeah, they but, don't.
1: Uh, they don't use uh, rocks and sticks anymore.
0: Really, this
1: always <laughs> was always my favorite part.
0: Always, Uh-oh. but again, he's he's just what's good for him is good for him, and uh, I, I I mean it, it's just right out there. How do you even debate this? You sent them. It. The fact that it's coming from out of state makes it more secure. How? How is it more secure because it's coming from out of state? Please, somebody. Somebody answer that for me. I would, I would love to, to get a handle on that. Bueller? Bueller? Anybody? I got one more piece of audio. Uh, this is Trump on testing. Now, remember, this is the man who stood at the CDC about a month ago and said, everybody that wants testing can get it. Remember that.
3: The administration discussed the possibility of reopening the country when the administration does not have an adequate nationwide testing system for this virus. Don't you need a nationwide testing no. system for the virus before
4: you reopen? No, the we country? have a great testing system. We have the best right now, the best testing system in the world. But there are certain People sections right now, there know. are certain sections in the country that are in phenomenal shape already other sections are coming online other sections are going down and we in addition to that are giving out millions of tests and every day we're doing it uh, exponentially we're Picking up, and what we'll be doing in the very near future is going to certain areas of our country and do massive testing. Uh, It's not necessary, but it would be a good thing to have. Don't
3: you need that, though, Mr. President, to make sure people are safe going back to work? You don't want to send people back to the workplace. We want to
4: have it, and we're going to see if we have it. Do you need it? No. Is it a nice thing to do? Yes. Uh, We're talking about 325 million people, uh, and that's not going to happen, as you can imagine. And nope, it would never happen with anyone else either. Other countries do it, but they do it in a limited form. We'll probably be the leader of the pack. Please.
0: All right, let's pick this apart. <laughs> let's pick this apart. Again, he's lying through his fake teeth. Uh, as, of, as of this week, by the way, that was from yesterday's uh, uh, Trump rally. As of yesterday, 0.7% of the population has been tested. That's less than 1% has been tested. We do not have, we're not testing millions of people. We don't have that many tests. That is not happening. That's Uh, why
1: what uh, Dr. Medley says is so important. You should just go on and assume that you have it.
0: That is correct. As the odds
1: are, the odds are, Probably greater that more than 50% of the population has it. Well, keep in mind, a lot of people may have had it earlier
0: and didn't know it. The one person I follow on Twitter, uh, Angry Staffer, is convinced that he has had it. He had it in December. But, of course, it wasn't. we didn't know about it then, not really. And a lot of people had it. It's relatively mild for them. They get over it in a week or so, and they just think they had a nasty flu. And it happens. So we don't know until everybody is tested. We don't know who has the antibodies, blah, blah, blah. Everyone eventually does need to be tested, okay? We can't just say, oh, there's a hot spot over here, because you're forgetting, President, dumb shit. People will be moving. Are you going to stop everybody from traveling? No, you're not, because once you open up commerce in a, quote, unquote, quiet section of the country, well, they're going to fly to places and fly back and just bring it right back. Mm -hmm. Just bring it right back. So, look, he wants the stock market to boom. And by the way, I'm really sick and tired of him using the phrase, we had the greatest economy in the world. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. Enough of that already, okay? We got people that are dying. Right now, that is your focus. People, keeping people alive. And by the way, he didn't close anything, okay? So he can't reopen anything. The only thing he can order is federal employees back to work. Mm-hmm. He didn't shut things down. Governors, mayors, et cetera. That's who shut things down. Yes, Trump declared a national emergency, which gives him some powers. But for the most part, he's not going to be the one that decides. And by the way, it's the American people that are deciding how this is going. It's working because we're letting it work, because we're staying at home. We're doing this. You got some knuckleheads out there that are, you know, not paying attention. but uh, And all across the world, we can see where it's working. We can see Italy is finally uh, leveled off because there's strict stay at home. It takes a couple of weeks for all this to manifest itself into real numbers. And remember, still, we're not seeing all of the cases. We only know how many people we've tested, not how many cases are out there. Because there are people that never show up at a hospital. They have it. They go through their little thing, and it's not as severe. They don't need hospitalization. They feel I was watching uh, the singer Pink on uh, yesterday. She had it. One of her little boy, her little three year old boy had it, and it took it took them about two weeks to go through the cycle. Uh, she said she's right now, or yeah, they're fine right now. She was saying she's had asthma. She's she's asthmatic. She hasn't had a real attack since she was like ten years old uh 30 years ago something like that but that's what it felt like to her she thought oh my god i'm having asthma again now their cases were just and they they had different symptoms too this is the other thing it's not cookie cutter it's not all going in the same order at the same severity i can't say okay john you're going to have the same exact symptoms i have and again we have the underlying medical issues on top of all this so yes eventually we all will need to be tested at some point because we don't know who has what maybe i'm immune to it and there's certain things in my blood that can help everybody else we have to find out and people that have had it we don't know it they've developed the antibodies to fight it now we need to identify those people so yes everybody needs to be tested
1: tapping out yeah well You're absolutely right. I would be interested to take that antibody uh, uh, test just, uh, just because if I did indeed pick it up, I would like to be able, if, if a few drops of my blood could make it possible for somebody else or could go towards making a, uh, a vaccine. Thank you. You're welcome. Good Lord. This is why I, I'm beginning to enjoy the quarantine versions more or quarantine editions more. Again, I've had the whole day to pretty much <laughs> run through what I'm going to say. I, folks, I got up uh, at about a quarter to, quarter to eight my time in it all in time to be able to get this ready for this uh, and add pretty much the same thing on most uh, most Saturdays not today oh boy anyway <laughs> but no i would love to be able to have, have um a blood sample go towards uh, being able to make make it possible for other people not to have to go through this now like you've said you know Within the case of Pink, she basically had some symptoms that were, I don't know what more, what would you say, just more of an annoyance or an inconvenience no, than anything no.
0: else? No, she had some some really, not enough that she had to be hospitalized, but again, her yeah. lungs, she's asthmatic, so she knows fully well what it's like to, you know, and she yeah. said she hadn't you know, had right. that. She hadn't had that fe- feeling since she since she was a kid, but her son had the symptoms differently. And by the way, that's a three-year-old boy. For all of you, you out there who believe, oh, nobody under twenty-five that children is are right. Yeah. Okay, this is a three-year-old boy. So let's everybody's susceptible to this. All right, even right. if they're not, we have to presume they are. But again, as I was saying, the, the symptoms aren't cookie cutter. They don't come in the same severity at the same time in the same order for everybody. And again, some cases are milder. Some obviously are much heavier, where people have to be intubated for weeks at a time to keep them breathing. Oh, and by the
1: way, I'm hearing, now if I interpret this correct, that there are different strains that affect different, uh, different parts of the body. You got me. Uh, well... I was only half listening to this uh, segment. On all um, right,
0: stop right there. Then we're not going to talk about it. If if you only half listened, then we're well, not gonna, uh, we're not going to spread misinformation here. Okay, and, and I apologize well, for doing listen, this but your job. Hold,
1: Well, hold on now. Okay, hold on. I'm holding. I listened to enough of it to get get the get the drift of it. It was an interview with the patient's mother where she was describing symptoms that weren't they they it wasn't like this what he had was attacking the respiratory system
0: do you remember where you heard this it,
1: i heard it on wcco radio uh it was in outstate minnesota okay and um the interview was with uh with a, uh, like I said, it was a woman whose son had come down with, uh, some horrible symptom, symptomology, which included, uh, which included diarrhea, actually, which, you know, and I, like I said, I, I apologize if, uh, if that I don't have all, I was actually going to go back to the, um, going to go back cuz they're part of radio.com where you can go back and listen to the uh
0: Let's let's do that. Uh, do that and maybe we can talk about it Monday certainly next Saturday. Let's get the facts, okay? We we do, I I apologize John, but we do not need to be part of the misinformation chorus. Uh, let's let's get our facts yeah. straight. You've heard me today say it a number of times, I don't have the information in front of me so I'm not going to speculate on what I think I remember. It was I don't want to do that, and I, I don't feel it's fair to anybody to go, well, I think I heard this. Let's be certain of what we heard. Let's be certain of the details because this is not the time. You know, it's not like we're talking movie trivia here. No. You, know, you get it wrong, you get it wrong. This, this is There's potential for bad stuff to happen here. So I appreciate the story you're telling. And clearly it's got a toilet paper angle to it, which, you know, by the way, that story, if it's accurate, will justify every nitwit that went out and bought $10,000 worth of toilet paper. See, I told you, I told you we're going to need this toilet paper. Let me tell you, if you're pooping that much, you just need to move into the, into the bathtub, let it roll out and (laughs) clean yourself with the shower. That's, that's where you need to be. Uh,
1: and again, I apologize. Alright, well let me get off the let me get let's just get off of that, I guess. So I will go back and find that because I found it I I found it fascinating. Unfortunately, I also had a passenger at the time, so I couldn't totally focus in on it. Uh let's go back to baseball. What do you say? I got baseball. I uh yeah. Um now Uh, you remember we were talking earlier in the week
0: wait a second wait a second see how off our game we are say that again what do you want to do you want to go what want to go back to baseball
5: yeah
3: emergency bat
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's exactly what that is there for you that was the (laughs) ultimate bat turn are you kidding me Emergency! Bad turn. We went. We just we just turned that wheel hard to the left. We pulled that Supply, that surprised lever. Surprise! We
1: didn't roll the car.
0: I'm telling you, <laughs> we're talking about the deadliest disease known to, uh, in a hundred years. No, no, no. Now we got to talk baseball. Well, <laughs> it's related.
1: I'm. It I'm is cool related.
0: With it. I just any opportunity I have to play the the sound effect. I'm...
1: Okay. Well. So you remember during the week we were talking about all 30 major league teams going to Arizona. Yes. Which didn't seem, sounded like they kind of ran that up the flagpole and nobody saluted.
0: Yeah, it's really a poor idea.
1: Well, now the latest is that now they're considering uh, a realignment and they want to go... Uh, they want to involve not only Arizona, but also Florida. Oh, so apparently, what they they what they want the what they want to do is they want major league teams to go back to their spring training camps mm-hmm. and basically run the league out of uh, out of basically either the Cactus League or the Grapefruit League.
0: Now that's an even dopier idea. Well, I would tend to agree with you. I understand how much you want baseball back, and I get that. I truly do. It would be wonderful to have that kind of distraction. But now you're talking about spreading this amongst two states, including a state whose governor is a nitwit. Right. Because he will insist at that point, open the stands up. Let the people go watch the game. Next thing you know, we'll have to close off the state, build a wall around the panhandle, and nobody will ever leave again because they'll all get sick and die.
1: Just Yep, draw, uh, build the wall. Build the wall around Florida.
0: <laughs> Look, Ron DeSantis is one Sharpie away from being Trump. All right? Yeah. He'll draw a circle well, on a map and say it's safe in here. Uh, no. It, it, the, the one... The Arizona idea is unfeasible simply because of the amount of people involved. It's not a horrible idea in and of itself, but when you look at the amount of people and the comings and goings, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and then, okay, let's just make this juggling act even tougher and we'll set the axes on fire. See, I used that word that time in the correct pronunciation, axe. And
1: I do appreciate it. And you
0: Damn well you do. But that's all well, we're what doing. They... we inc- were increasing the degree of difficulty.
1: Well, part of it, there was a part of it that made sense, was if they were at their own spring, spring facilities. Yeah. Each team has their own springs facility. None of them, I don't believe any of them share facilities. That's not true, but... Um... I I don't think I don't think I well I could be wrong so I I don't have that uh, I'd have to look to see who did but um, they would basically have their own familiar surroundings their own you know their locker That's rooms cool. there yeah and they would have they would have some degree of familiarity with uh, with their surroundings there so, and and then you're not piling up everybody in arizona
0: oh in that case okay so now you've got uh a number of teams driving around the state of florida on top of teams driving around now in arizona everything is more or less within an hour or so of phoenix in the state mm-hmm. of florida it's a lot more spread out it's a lot well, more spread out here's
1: here's what they what what they provoke they provoke or promoted three divisions and i I do know this much from from uh watching spring ball and uh, paying attention to spring ball um you would have three different divisions with each win within each league uh, the one that the twins play in these are familiar uh opponents uh in their grapefruit or their spring play, the Red Sox,
0: I Braves. Stop John, John, I got to stop you right there. Okay. This is not about how, real realigning standings, and all that. This is about putting real people in real danger. I'm with you. I would love to see baseball back in some way, shape, or form to pass a couple hours a day. I, I, I 100% agree with you, but... Realistically, the amount of people, look, we're not talking tennis matches here. We only have to move a relatively small amount of people. Okay. Theoretically, Wimbledon could be done. Okay. Because it's it, it, the amount of people is much smaller. You concentrate them in for two weeks and that's that and, it, and it's over. Every time a team gets on their bus to go to play a road game. Remember, half of them got to play road games every day. Now they're out there in the world exposing themselves.
1: Well, you mentioned travel, and this is what I was bring why I tried to bring this up as far as divisions within a particular league. Uh-huh. Cuz they tried they tried to avoid that type of travel. Uh-huh. In the spring baseball cuz it's it's you know, you're bringing, you're moving around a lot of people. Right now, like I was, like I was trying to say in in the uh, divi- or in where the Twins play. These are common opponents that they play ninety percent of the time uh, throughout spring baseball. The gotcha. Twins play the Red Sox, the Braves, Tampa Bay, and Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would say probably at least 70% of their games are played with these particular teams. Every once in a while they go up to the Northern part of the state of Florida and they might play Pittsburgh or something like that, but it's very infrequent. Where where do the twins train? Uh, Down in Fort Myers.
0: That's on the West coast. Yeah. The Red Sox are over there. Yeah. That's the West coast. That's, that's, Mm -hmm. that's a, there's nothing really south of that as far West Palm Beach. I don't even know if they, if they have spring training in West Palm anymore. Now, the Braves and the Expos, or was it the Cardinals and the Expos, used to share facilities in West Palm Beach. But that was as far south. Well, before the Marlins came, the Yankees used to train in Fort Lauderdale. The, the Orioles mm-hmm. did for a year. But, okay, they're in Fort Myers.
1: So, but it would basically be, the, and, and, it's, it, and it's true to the way baseball is formatted right now. The schedule is heavily weighted playing your division rivals. So that wouldn't be too out of the ordinary. Look, you're basically, t- it doesn't
0: matter who they're playing. You're talking about, I understand what you're saying here. Games in a relatively close physical proximity to each other. It still does not change the fact that you're moving a fair amount of people on a daily basis. Even if you you, you take a road, I mean, you still got to move the people back and forth, the players, hotel to the field, et cetera, et cetera. There's, to me, it's not worth the risk. Again, I would love to have it. As a distraction, I'd love to be able to, you know, okay, I'll watch a ball game today. I'm with you. If we could put a bubble over these guys and everything would be peachy keen, they could play and you can hear the sound of the ball echo throughout empty ballparks. It'd be kind of like watching a Marlins game in the, in the late 2000s. Well, there but, you
1: go. <laughs>
0: I've been in a, I've been in a 70,000 seat football stadium with only 2000 fans for
1: a baseball game that's a creepy feeling man that's a creepy feeling but i've been to a tampa bay rays game too in the in good old tropicana field field. i've never been inside there i've been to i i know where
0: it is i've been to it i've seen it a billion times but i've never
1: that is the most dingy by the way that dome is probably the most dingy looking
0: looks like to
1: watch a to watch a a game. baseball game to watch any kind of game for that matter
0: it looks like it on TV but
1: anyway again
0: I, I just don't see it feasibly working. I think you're putting too many people at risk until we have serious testing and right now we don't have that. we don't have we're not in a position to say okay every day every ball player will take a test everybody involved will take a test and if anybody tests positive oh you're staying home you go into quarantine that is what we need to, we need to do that with the entire country to be quite honest that's how we know i said this years ago i said you know what we can eradicate every cold and flu just everybody stay home for a year well lo, lo and behold here we are but uh I, I again I, I just don't see it feasibly working. I want it to work, but it's not gonna happen. It shouldn't happen. Let well, me put it this way. It may happen, but it shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen.
1: Well had had we I, I, I right. also know I, I also know this, Ed. And I agree. At this point in time I said it. Somebody somebody laid about 50K, you know, at my doorstep, I I would stay home in a minute. You know, unfortunately, even though, even with the the premise that right now that here in Minnesota, there is a non-eviction rule, even if we got five months behind on the rent, landlord couldn't evict us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. Doesn't mean don't doesn't mean that we don't owe them that money. That's right, and you know, and how you know, two thousand dollars, two thousand dollars a month. How the hell do you, uh, you know? Jeez, can I have like another two years to pay off that? On All right, top John, of-
0: John, but that's got nothing to do with baseball right now.
1: Well, I'm just kind of going in general. Brad.
0: Well, in general, yeah, it would be nice for if everybody could stay home. All right. And that's how we would knock it out in about three weeks. Everybody, nobody moves, but we're not prepared for that. If everybody could lay in all their supplies and we say, okay, kids and kittens, June, nobody leaves the house in June. yeah, we knock it out, but we can't do that. We literally cannot do that. Well, our
1: economy wouldn't survive that.
0: Our economy, you know, this is what I love about that argument, the so let, let's do this. Let's send everybody out, and every people start dying by the by the tens of thousands. You think our economy is going to handle that? Well, no, it's not. All right then. Ooh, that was a little testy on my part, now wasn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, but th- it would be what your scenario was talking right. Wait, not right now, you're using the scenario that okay, we knew in advance. That a meteor was going to strike the world. Oh, I would love strike that. the earth. I would go buy a carton of cigarettes. Oh, I'm waiting for that and, one. And we would, we would find a way to somehow be able to safely seal ourselves up, you know, and hope, and maybe that, uh, maybe ninety percent of the mm. population survives this uh, meteor. But when we all come out from our little bunkers. What do we got to... It's we got to like rebuild. The,
0: Look, the economy is taking a hit regardless. Okay? Regardless. And you can't just open this up at one time. Let's get everybody back no, at one time.
1: No, you can't.
0: Absolutely not. They, we have problems. We are, we, th- this will be... I've used this analogy before. Okay? It's the open wound. You cut yourself, you get it repaired, you get it taken care of, it eventually heals, and there's a scar that lasts forever. That's where we are now. We are <laughs> We're in the, in, the, in the blood pumping stage of this. We're starting to bandage it up. We're starting to close it down, but it's going to take a while to heal, and even when it's all healed, there's going to be a scar. And we're going to look at it every day and go, "Ooh, that's ugly." That remind- uh, we did this. We went through that. We have a long way to go, a long way to go. And the big part of it is we have to, we will not eradicate this virus until every person on the planet is tested.
1: Yeah. But then what do you do with the tests? What do you, what do you determine?
0: Hey, who's got it? A certain
1: group of the population stays home? Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you've got it, you quarantine. If you have the antibodies, come over here. We're gonna, we're gonna suck some plasma out of you. <laughs> we'll give you an option on different ways to do it. But hey, that's, that's up to the individuals. But we're gonna, we're gonna. This is a global effort. Has to be a global effort.
1: It'll never be a global effort as long as Trump's president here in the United States. All right, so so we wait. We have done more to burn the bri- burn bridges with our allies and haven't done anything to help our relationships with our enemies. You know, seventy so.
0: days, seventy days we wasted. Yep, we'd all be out working <clears throat> now. We'd have some, you know. Look, there's people that are complaining that we're doing too much now that we're overdoing it that's the idea it needs to if it looks like we're overdoing it then we're we're not doing enough because this is how you get rid of these things this is how you prepare all right i've heard this in every hurricane situation i've ever been in oh oh, oh you're overdoing it Ed. you don't need all that stuff okay till the storm hits and then Ed, hey, can i borrow some of that stuff you know Look, I helped feed some of my neighbors after storms because I had I had stuff I, I prepared. I'm not patting myself on the back for that. But I was looking out for my survival. And oh, good John, you can talk for the rest of the show. You think so? I think you can do it. I think you oh, can pull this I off. Ha-
1: I I have my uh, I have my doubts, but We'll go with something non-coronavirus related here for... No, you won't. Listen. ...a uh, moment. Quick thought for our next show. Democrats want to drop Joe Biden for Andrew Cuomo.
0: No, they don't.
1: Uh, We'll see. Come out of the New York Post. How much can you believe them? Oh,
0: God, you can't. Say goodbye. Okay.
1: With that... From Egan, Minnesota, in the Northern Command Studio, I'm John Shannon. Adios. See ya!